I did mention we we're going to wrap up the week with Warren Mundine, the former Labor Party National President, who's now looking at the possibility of becoming a Liberal Party politician, getting back into politics on the other side of the fence. We won't be able to catch up with Warren this evening, I'm afraid, but uh, mark my words, we'll have him back on Friday feedback sometime before Christmas. Be, catch, uh, be, be looking forward to catch up with my good mate Warren Mundine. But i tell you who I am about to speak to, and that is the Treasurer of Australia. Josh Frydenberg has just landed back in his native Melbourne uh, after being in Brisbane today. He joins me on the line now. Thanks for joining us, Treasurer. Nice to be with you, Chris, and it looks like Footy weather is here in November in Melbourne with the rain pouring down. Yeah, don't mention footy. Don't mention footy to a Crows supporter until next season. Uh, of course, you'll be up early, ready for the uh, election first thing in the morning. Uh, the polls are not looking good for Matthew Guy. What chances do you give him? Oh, look, he's in there with a fighting chance. Obviously, you're right. The polls have him behind, but he's got a good suite of policies. And the last couple of weeks of the campaign have seen a real focus on law and order. And the coalition have a set of policies uh, in that area which are superior to, to what is being offered by the Labor Party because on their watch we've seen real failures in our justice system. Well, the main reason I wanted to speak to you as Treasurer is because of the negative gearing and capital gains tax policy that the Labor Party's put out. Now, they've had this policy around for a couple of years now. It was designed when we had a bit of a real estate boom, an overheated real estate market, and it was specifically designed by Labor. Pretty sensible policy it was accepted as at the time to take the heat out of the market, perhaps, take investment out of the market. But now, of course, we've got a severe downturn in Victoria, in Melbourne and in Sydney, and less so in southeast Queensland. Uh, it's just the wrong time to be trying to uh, penalise investment or reduce investment in the housing sector, isn't it? Well, it's the wrong policy, full stop, and it's the wrong time, even more so because, as you indicate, prices in the housing market have come down now for more than 12 consecutive months. For any of your listeners who own their own home, it will be worth less under Labor's policy. And for any of your listeners who rent their own home, they'll end up paying more under Labor's policy. And that's because when you take out from the market a quarter of the buyers, the investors, what you'll be doing is sending housing prices down. And Bill Shorten and Chris Bowen are proudly saying that's the goal of their policy, to send housing prices down. And we know that people who negative gear often are prepared to offer lower rents in the hope that they will make an after-tax capital gain. And this policy has been uh, badly criticised uh, by a whole range of economists. And we've heard the Master Builders Association, who know a thing or two about con the construction industry, say that Labor's policy, Chris, will cost 32,000 jobs and see 42,000 fewer homes being built. So it's a bad policy and an extremely bad time. Yeah, what really concerns me about it is I know so many people from all walks of life, people uh, who are not making a lot of money but people who are thrifty and want to get ahead, they're the sort of people who often aspire to have a, a, a rental property, uh, buy a cheap property, negatively gear it, try and put something aside for a for a rainy day. I, I reckon it's one of those areas of investment. People without a lot of money don't go buying into the share market and fancy, but, but, but real estate is something they feel that they can really um, invest in and negatively gearing uh, it helps them get started. Now, John Simon, of course, from Aussie Home Loans, well known to many Australians because he's made a lot of money out of mortgages, of course. 
but he doesn't need to make any more money now, I suppose. He just says very strongly, very strong comments this week in The Australian, says, to quote him, I appreciate that they'll say grandfathering exist of existing investors uh, will protect people, but the unintended consequences could be astronomical. I am concerned it could do so much damage, unemployment, higher interest rates, it could tip us into recession. Could it be that bad? Well, it certainly will affect employment level and it will certainly affect economic activity. And the international credit rating agencies uh, have warned against a major drop in investor demand in the housing market. And that can flow from the policy that Labor is being put forward. And you're absolutely right to point out that the people who usually negative gear are not necessarily rich. There are 1.3 million Australians who are negatively geared at the moment, including 48,000 teachers, 21,000 nurses, and about uh, 20,000 police and emergency service personnel. And about 70% of the people who negative gear um, are people who claim less than $10,000 a year in their tax deduction. And the same number of people, about 71, 72% of people who negative gear have no more than one property. And two-thirds of the people who negative gear have a taxable income under $80,000. So, Chris, they're not the multimillionaires that Bill Shorten likes to talk about in his class warfare. They're the mums and dads. They're the young professionals. They're the emergency service personnel who put aside a little bit each month in a nest egg to protect them their future. Yeah, Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, I think this issue is starting to bite and I think it's going to keep biting all the way up to the election. I want to get you just briefly on energy though. You were the energy minister under Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. You were promising the national energy guarantee. We've now seen Bill Shorten announce his policy, all sorts of extra renewable energy targets, doubling virtually of our emissions reductions targets as well. I've been through those over the past two hours, but crucially he's adopting your old policy policy, the National Energy Guarantee, that, doesn't that show that it was either a bad policy or maybe you should support it now? Well, look, the, the Labor Party have a disastrous record when it comes to energy policy, Chris. We know that when they were last in government at a federal level, energy prices doubled. They ignored the warnings about the gas export industry, which is seen as a result, gas prices go up here in Australia and we had the dreaded carbon tax. So what we've seen in this recent announcement is a lot of virtue signalling without understanding the true economic cost. And the real issue at play is not the National Energy Guarantee. The real issue at play here is what Labor's emission reduction target is. And it's a 45% emissions reduction target and a 50% renewable energy target. And this will be disastrous because what it will do, it will will force the rapid closure of coal-fired power stations and other thermal generators. Indeed, that's is, what it's designed to do. Sorry to hurry, hurry you up there, Treasurer, but we are right up against the clock. So thanks so much for joining us at late notice. Good to be with you, Chris. That's the Treasurer there, Josh Frydenberg, talking about the Labor's energy policies. Thanks so much for joining me on Friday Feedback this week. I'll be back next, next week. In the meantime, stay tuned for Sports Zone with James Willis.